Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Bank Shot. Thanks for shooting a J. It's your host here, Rich Camelucci in Chicago, Illinois. And on the other line, stepping out of a time machine from 2006. Uh, technically, he's in Charlotte, North Carolina, but in time, who really knows? It's Osmond Canizales. How you doing, dude? What up, what up, what up? I am pumped. Game two was awesome. Game two was a bit of a thing, huh? <laughs> Uh, so the culture gods showed up to say the <laughs> least. We had to make some culture sacrifices uh, to the <laughs> culture gods at the culture altar. Uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, what we are doing here on this sort of mini series of uh, the blank slate is uh, Osmond and I, as two uh, Heat fans, uh, we are going to be chronicling the Heat's playoff journey as as long as it shall last. And, um, yeah, go back and listen to uh, the first episode of that. Uh, if you haven't already, it, it, it's, um, you know, it's going to have a bit of a different tone uh, than <laughs> this episode, I'd say. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the game two of the first round of the NBA playoffs um, for the Miami Heat was um, Monday night. Yesterday, for us recording, uh, by the time you hear this, probably two days from now, um, and we're closer to Game Three than uh, we were to Game Two. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get to Game Three in plenty of time. Uh, game Two, man. Uh, Father Prime. Father Prime. Flash. Flash Fucking is back. All of it. Wade <laughs> County. All Wade of it. County. Like that's 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 the headline. That's the headline. Um, that is the headline. Yeah, it's it was it was it was frankly remarkable to say. Oh, I'm, I'm just I, I'm just feeling so euphoric right now. Just thinking about it over and over, and then you know I'm, I'm looking at this box score, and there's just highlights of D Wade staring down. Kevin Hart and making yeah. these jumpers over people and Alan Iverson <laughs> saying, yo, you a bad motherfucker, boy. <laughs> this is just amazing. amazing. Uh, Kevin Hart is actually a candidate for uh, Game 2 MVP uh, for for us. <laughs> um, yeah. it was So, okay, let me paint the picture of my viewing experience. I was uh, over at Spencer's apartment. And he had pulled up both uh, this heat game as well as the superstar shakeup on Monday Night Raw. Um, both very, very important uh, events happening on live television. That's not something you get much these days. Um, so I, I cannot tell you whether or not Raw was actually a good episode of Raw or not because I was so <laughs> fucking jazzed from that goddamn heat game. Like, I... I I think it was good because everyone else seems to be positive about it, but I don't know if they liked it as much as I did. Oh. Well, let me tell you, the Kenny Zalas household, which is the sum of a party of two and a dog, were <laughs> on point. 
This yeah. house was shaking. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, to say the least. Amazing. So, so I mean, let's just get all the, the Wade stuff out of the way, kind of up top, just because. So, my first naysayer instinct is to fall back on what my motif was of the game one of, say with me, hashtag unsustainable. Unsustainable. Yep. Because, uh, like, you know, <laughs> we we haven't seen this Wade in three years, you know, um, at that's least. Say, yeah. that's, that's being conservative. And it wasn't one of those things, like, man, I don't know. This is just, like, looking with, like, frosty eyes, just like, oh, my God, it's, it's like it used to be. Because we've seen this before. Yeah, but think about right. it. Think about it. You you think about this D Wade from a few years back. Yeah, he did that, but he did that at thirty five plus minutes. He did all this in twenty six. Very he true. Did all this in twenty six minutes, Very man. Very true. Very true. You know what? Hey, when when you make a good point, you make a good point. I don't know what else to say. I mean, you just shut me down. You just shut me down. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and and here's the thing, man. I feel like even if we got like you know, three quarters of this kind of weight performance, like half of this weight performance, it was enough to energize everyone else on the team. Like he was leading by example and everyone, you could just feel just, just the juice throwing, flowing through fucking dragon through J rich through JJ fucking man. It was a good look. Oh, and and it would they were coming at the perfect times too. I feel like every time we were starting to lose that step and Philly started charging back, mm-hmm. here comes Father Prime. Yeah. Check him in. And it just you know, it would just suck the soul out of Philly. It was amazing to see how that arena just was electric and then they were just like, Oh shit, here it comes again. Fade away over that six ten Ben Simmons and just whoof. And you're just like, oh my god, this and, is real life. And 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 to 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 you know, kind of bring it back down to earth, like that is, that's the kind of stuff you want to see in the playoffs. You want to see a team clap back from a run, like just put their throat, their their foot right back on their throat, and not let them get all the way back. Like it was starting to get close because in the NBA, everyone has a comeback and it, it was on the precipice of starting to get to that worry area. And then it wasn't. And, um, and yeah, like everyone, it was, it was just a wonderful job. It was a a wonderfully coached game uh, for sure. Um, and, and yeah, it just, it had those lineup clapbacks to, to answer everything that they tried to do and, and wrestle away any sort of runs or, 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 you know, adjustments that they tried to make. I agree. And one thing in particular that you can tell that Spo really focused on was not letting Ben Simmons get to the rim, like at all. Like anytime 
that you saw him trying to drive in, James Johnson would pull up, Justice Winslow would pull up, and they wouldn't let him get by. And that was a big factor because he couldn't he couldn't do his dominating moves. They were like they were forcing him to shoot. You know what yes. I mean? And and that is great because guess what? He sucks at shooting, so it works yeah, out. Exactly. And he he did have a great game still. Don't get me wrong. You know, he yeah. Ben Simmons played well, but we you can definitely tell that we took that big factor of his game out of it. Oh yeah. So that that's what I thought was one of the great coaching changes because surprisingly enough he came out with the same starting five again and (laughs) and i was shocked but i was like all right well let's see what happens this time around and the game started pretty fast you know Mm -hmm. dragon you could tell the dragon was just fucking amped he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna ball the fuck out today and it's it's gonna be my game and then of course as every away game goes you know the dumb fouls get called and he had to check out early but i felt just that fire in him that kind of you know made it exciting like oh my god yeah we're ready this time around you know what i mean yeah uh i I mean and we had talked about it uh before on the on the the previous episode about you know just have having our rim protectors in and we didn't even really have that tactically whiteside had a better game on paper but you know did he though technically uh, like on paper he did <laughs> like it's hard it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to think he did any better than last game bro to be he he only scored four points again mm-hmm. and you know he made his two free throws okay that's fine but yeah. he also turned the ball over three times and he was just like it's just like dude and nothing and and i yeah, tried and, to restrain and, and myself five because rebounds you, you, and a block yeah. <laughs> and plus one point differential he hit both his free throws and he played three more minutes you know that is oh, oh yeah that is that's on paper better. I, I hate that you're right because I'm so mad at him <laughs> that, I, that I just that I, I just can't I couldn't believe it, man. And then it's just the energy that he just brings out. It just, oh, don't, all right, let's move on from Whiteside. I I'm feel like saying, I'm going to go on a saying. rant again. He's, he is yeah, an official like <laughs> break glass in case of Embiid shows up. That that's I think where he is kind of at right now. Um, and like what his use is being kind of limited to, uh, but yeah, you want to talk about some more unsustainable, huh? What is this that I, what what, what is this that I see here? Oh boy. Three point field goal percentage. Uh, Miami heat nine for 25, 36%. Hey, that's, that's a good, that's fine. That is serviceable in today's NBA. Um, (laughs) seven for 36. 19.4% 19.4% from from the same Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Hashtag unsustainable. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, it really kind of came down to that. Like, free throws weren't wildly, like, different. Field goal percentage overall, like, we were much better, but, like, Assists, rebounds, uh, turnovers were pretty, steals, pretty neck and neck. Points like, forced over turnovers are yeah, neck and neck. Like yeah. everything was pretty, you know, kind of even. They beat us in offensive rebounds. Like, uh, you know, just uh, you know, it's just a more seasoned team. I mean, what can we say? Also, uh, something else uh, about Ben Simmons that kind of dawned on me on the, uh, the way over uh, to recording tonight this is the most prolonged bout of sustained basketball that he's played 
ever? Yeah. So I, I, I didn't even think they made the tournament in college, right? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, if he did, he wasn't playing, right? Because like, yeah, he did. He wasn't there to for school. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I mean, you know, yes, youth is a wonderful thing, and you have boundless energy, but also like the rookie walls is a thing, and and that might also kind of like play into it a little bit. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. So where do so obviously we have the D Wade, you know, remarkable game. Yes. Um, but and safe to say, man, James Johnson went a hundred percent. He went yes. seven for seven, two for two from three. And so I did his thing. That's where I really find like confidence. Because it's safe to say Wade isn't gonna have another twenty five plus point night in this series he can but definitely can chances are probably not so the fact that everyone else looked like they remembered how to play basketball again was very uh uh well just made me feel safe it's like a warm blanket you know (laughs) i feel like this is the heat team that you know has always been there, obviously. So game one, you know, we just dropped off in the second half. But as we spoke about um, yesterday when we were watching the game, it felt so much better yes. at the half with the lead that we had. It was just like, yeah, you know, I, I, I can dig this. I feel like this is a whole <laughs> different game today than it than it was before. And and it was because that D-Wade second quarter, man, he was just lights out. Not to mention we had it was a 34 to 13 second quarter, went on an 18 to 2 run. And it was just like, ooh, okay, I like where we're going here. And it just left me at the half, like, out of my seat. I didn't even want to sit down. And it sucked because I really don't care for the TNT halftime show. So I was just like, come on, game, let's go. Yeah, you should have switched over to Raw. It was a really good show. Uh, But, yeah, that second quarter, man, that was literally firing on all cylinders, offense and defense. Like, there was – you can't ask for a better quarter of basketball than that. Yeah, and not to mention that – Ben Simmons, Justice Winslow beef. Justice Winslow getting up calm a little bitch. You know, it's like, all right, these guys are ready. <laughs> it's like, this is what the NBA is like. This is the future right here. These are the two young guys, yeah. you know, that, that you know, are going to go at it. Justice Winslow is clearly known for his defense, and he made it known, game two, that he was going to be on him like white on rice. And it was and it was fun to watch, you know, him just trying to get into Ben Simmons' head and just, you know, just be all up in there. It was well that's our advantage isn't it like we have at least four guys if not five that we could throw on ben simmons and just give him different looks and defend him in different ways you know like Mm -hmm. fine let someone else like get in foul trouble it's fine we could throw you know richardson on him we could throw fucking anyone else on him like it's not yeah i mean and i alluded to it uh in in the first episode as well like like we better do it now, because Ben Simmons is a very special player. Oh and, yeah, and a lot of the conversation about him revolves around if he develops a jump shot. And I think that word "if" is dumb because he will, because he's too <laughs> focused on being a great player, and he has the skill set <laughs> and the work ethic to do it. So let's uh, let's <laughs> the window get him, is get him small. while we can. Let's get him exactly. <laughs> Get him while exactly. we can before, uh, you know, LeBron Jr. <laughs> shows up and destroys the NBA for the next 10 years. 
Um, what, any other takeaways? Um, from If we're taking it quarter by quarter, obviously, uh, the second quarter was obviously great. And then third quarter, it was just, for me, I felt like Josh Richardson was the one that came in and, and just turned it on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like he was electric on both sides of the ball and him just blocking shots and just hustling. And I was like, all right, Jay Rich. Like, he was making me so excited throughout the game. And it was and it was fun. And then, you know, obviously you have uh, Saric and Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek, you were, you were talking about missing the old KO when he used to play against the Heat. And he, he showed up, man. He was yeah. out there getting chippy as well. I felt like this whole game is – this whole series, I feel – is definitely going to be very, very aggressive, very chippy, and it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch for sure. I don't know if my feelings on anything in this world have changed back and forth more than they have for Kelly Olenek. <laughs> the love hate relationship that I have with Kelly Olenek this season is astronomical like i i can go from within one possession within within three steps of him uh uh, on a play like going you motherfucker pass that ball great shot i love you marry my future daughter (laughs) that's a hell of a transition it's it's (laughs) it's hot and cold man when i when i first heard the news of us signing Kelly Olenek to a $50 million contract. I was just like, what, 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 what the fuck is Riley doing? Like of him, of all people, like there's no way. And honestly, man, all hate aside, Kelly Olenek's been worth that contract this year. You know, yeah. even if he's not scoring lights out, the guy definitely knows how to move the ball. And he's definitely, you know, able to get to the rim and get his rebounds and do what he has to do. And, and he's been a big factor of our success. I feel. You know what? One of my favorite things about this is just turning into like the the, the Chris Farley show at this point. You remember <laughs> when the Heat did this? That was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about the Heat, and and again, we harp on it a lot. The culture is is it is a fucking merit based system, like. If you and and this is doesn't exactly pertain to Kelly Olynyk, but for like when you look at the the rest of the the roster like up and down, man, like if you prove yourself, you will get rewarded. What? Oh yeah. Uh, exhibit A: Tyler Johnson. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like we are overpaying for Tyler Johnson, but it's more of kind of like a principle thing, you know. I agree, and. Note on Tyler Johnson, I thought he only was missing one tooth, but I felt like yesterday when I was watching, he had about like three or four of them shits out. I don't know what's going on with him. My you live game, in Miami, dude. bro. You're a millionaire. Get them things fixed. I wear a mouth guard. <laughs> I use these for acid indigestion. I use them for intimidation. Fuck it, dude. That Amish-looking motherfucker, throw him out there with five teeth whole. Fuck it. <laughs> Let him do his thing. Yeah. Um, Amish ain't got no dentists. (laughs) Shit. They're pulling him him with a slap on a bull's ass. Let him take off and take your teeth out. (laughs) But but, but for real, like Tyler Johnson, (laughs) Deion Waiters, uh, I mean, even fucking Whiteside. Like, you get what you work for. And I kind of say all that to, to lead to sort of a bigger picture type of thing. I know... 
uh, I know Popovich kind of gets this comparison the most, uh, but like there is sort of a feel of, and if Whiteside gets shipped out, this will kind of cement it. A a a do your job esque Belichickian feel to this franchise. Do you agree? I, I definitely can see that. And especially when you mentioned the roster moves, like like <clears throat> with with Whiteside, I feel that's definitely gonna be a high possibility because it they're they're all about putting in the pieces to yeah. make it work. Because at the end of the day, I mean there we we could have not signed these guys to these long term deals. We could have let them walk, but mm-hmm. I feel like that in this system that we have, we you know, they're obviously playing well. They're a good glue together. And and I, I feel like that's the way it's always going to be with us. We're, we're always going to take care of our guys. Look at even post-career. Look at um, yeah. freaking – look at Zoe. And Good look Zoe, at uh, – Jawan Howard. Freaking Jawan Howard. I was trying to get his name out of my mouth. Uh, Jawan Howard, they're all – you know, they're all there, you know, still doing doing yeah. their thing. And, at, and it's – Look at Dwayne Wade seven years from now when <laughs> – like he's being paid under the table, like twenty two million dollars, <laughs> taking a pay cut all those years ago. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because they, uh, I, I was listening on on the radio and they were just like asking D Wade, like, oh, um, you know, how does it feel coming back for so little bit of money? He's like, oh, I'm gonna get my money. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's gonna get his no matter uh, what. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it be, you know, a. Uh, director for carnival cruise lines or whatever they have to do to give him his money he's gonna be around for sure <laughs> oh his, he's gonna get his own ship the title wade <laughs> the title, that's clever i like that yeah. that's great <laughs> i do improv in chicago what's up uh, but like like we talked about you know this this second game around it was definitely those uh, three pointers wade definitely pool? In, fuck sorry go ahead Oh, the way that, that one's one. like too yeah. obvious. That's low hanging fruit. That's why I purposefully I'm editing that out. Sorry, you were making a a, a real point. No, but I was saying like a, a game two. I mean, it, it was true, man. It was unsustainable at all. Like the, the seven for thirty six from three. That's nuts. Uh, and it still, you know, it still was a close game. Uh, for the most part, especially in the fourth quarter when they started charging back on us, and I was getting a little nervous. Um, but it, it it's not it's gonna it's gonna stay that way. That game one to me it was it was a tough one, but I, I obviously think it was a fluke because there's no way these guys are gonna be lights out. Even though Bellinelli was still kind of a problem, I feel like he was still on that bullshit, you know, fade away one foots and they're going in and it's just annoying. But anyway, I, I feel like this this second time around it's 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 it was a lot more focused on definitely not letting them get those threes because they threw up 36 of them, bro. Yeah. And they only made seven. Yeah. So well, and that's, we, we that's also like a, a product of playing from behind as well. And, and I'd rather have one player be on that bullshit than two to four. Uh, also, you know what? Let's just cut all the crap. All this, everything that we've talked about beforehand doesn't matter. The key to this series, don't score 103 points. You will lose. Oh my goodness! What what an observation! I, I totally didn't even beat that. <laughs> Do not score one hundred and three because you will lose. End of show. That's that's, that's all the analysis yeah. that you need. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> we'll be here all week, folks. Thank you. 
what what other what other things kind of stood out to you? There were there were a lot of people in the crowd uh, for Philly. A lot of um, a lot of Philly folk. I I hear Lashawn McCoy uh, was there, who doesn't even play for Philly anymore, um, <laughs> but he was there wearing a uh, Fultz jersey, I think. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, oh fuck, Lil Uzi Vert uh, was there. Uh, wearing oh, yes. a, a, a free Meek Mill shirt, which I agree, free Meek Mill. Um, here's okay. I should have given you a heads up on this because this could take research, but we have, I don't know, at least four more games to talk about it. Um, or at least three more games to talk about. Excuse me. Why would I give an extra game? Um, uh, all right, let's start with, uh, Best, who, which city has the best rapper of, uh, uh, for of all time for each city? Huh. We're talking just Philly and Miami here, right? In between Philly and Miami, Miami's best rapper of all time and Philly's best rapper of all time. Yeah, I wish it would get you would have gave me a little bit of heads up. Maybe on this maybe one. this is the homework for the next episode. <laughs> best best rapper from each city, and who's the best out of the two? Uh, best. TV show set in each city and what's the best out of the two and best movie uh, uh, in each city set in each city and the best out of the two. Ooh. And hit us up with your opinions and your nominees on uh, Twitter at blank slate pod. Uh, Cause you know, we both work full-time jobs and we can't do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Got to outsource somehow, right? Yeah, come on. It's a community. <laughs> it's a conversation, right? Yeah. So just blank like if if it was just gun to your head, like without doing any research, yeah. who would your two choices be re- really quickly? Just go for it. Oh god, for Miami it'd be Trick Daddy and for Philly it'd probably be Meek Mill just from that one song in Creed and I go with <laughs> all the songs in that. And uh, I'd go with Trick Daddy just because uh, of a a bigger uh, uh, discography. Yeah, I was gonna say like don't, the only thing that I can because as far as success goes, obviously Pitbull is the most successful Miami artist I yeah, feel to come out. Yeah, but yeah. but we're we're talking rappers here, so I I would have definitely gone definitely Trick Daddy, and because it's Philly, Meek Mill obviously is one of the the, the greatest out there that I at least. From my knowledge, because I don't really keep tabs on Philadelphia rappers, like, so I guess that. Please, <laughs> seriously, do at us because I feel like we're missing like a ton. There's probably like a billion that we're gonna go like, oh, he's fucking Philly, shit. Okay. Um, would the great Will Smith be like, is, considered the Philadelphia rapper? Oh yes, he would. Yes, he would. <laughs> I believe it's where he was born and raised. <laughs> um, isn't. Freeway from Philly. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking out my ass. <laughs> yeah, I think you are for sure. Uh, I think Ca- I think Cassidy might be from Philly, but I'm not sure on that either. I'd have to double check that. Um, what? Uh, who are who are going to be our celebs in the crowd for our home games? Jimmy Buffett, well, obviously, because <laughs> he's at many games and he's gonna he's gonna promote Escape to Margaritaville now on Broadway. It's a very oh, good show. Wow. Hell of a plug for him. Good for him. Um, <laughs> Anyone that's listened to Blank Slate or Podswoggle 
knows I fucking ride for that show. Spencer and I <laughs> uh, saw it opening night uh, on its pre-Broadway run here in Chicago, and it was it was way better than it had any right to ever fucking be. It was stupid how good it was. Yeah, I remember when I visited you in Chicago, there was banners for that thing everywhere. Yeah, I was dude. like, oh shit, Jimmy Buffett. He's, yeah. he's uh, coming out with a musical. Look at that. Better than uh, <laughs> Pretty, Mo- Pretty Woman, the musical. That that apparently is very bad. Anyway. <laughs> We've drifted quite a bit. Gloria Stefan, she's always, uh, you know, you can always count on her to, to be at a Heat game, correct? I think, yeah, I think Floyd Mayweather would probably be there. Go see Gloria Stefan's musical. Get on your feet. <laughs> Touring nationwide. <laughs> Go no, see gonna, Floyd Mayweather's no, musical, The Music Team, <laughs> in an alley near you. Uh, let's see. I definitely think <laughs> in an alley near you. That's awful. I think, uh, yeah, I think Floyd would probably be there. I don't think Little Wayne's allowed in the AAA anymore, last I heard. <laughs> I know that's not even a joke either. <laughs> nah, I think he's. I really don't think it is. Um, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, DJ I mean, Khaled probably has to be there, right? Oh yes, he has yes, to be yes, there. yes. I'm. It's been so long. I'm so disconnected just from South Florida in general. Like, who are like, who are the people that like get spotted at at sporting events? Like when I left, it was like fucking Fergie and Mark Anthony. <laughs> they were also all owning the dolphins at one point. Well, right? yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we are the way we are, I guess. Uh, yeah. But let's stay positive. The Heat won. We're talking about <laughs> game two here. <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, <laughs> we won 113 to 103. Uh, definitely, we both called it pretty close as far as you know final scores go, at least by point differential. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's awesome. And uh, yeah, man, overall, overall, like, you know, beating a, a dead horse here, we we played well. We played our game and we brought our defense to them and we made them pay for it. You know, uh, we made them take a lot of tough shots, a lot of three pointers, clearly. And I think now coming back home to Miami, man, I think there's a great chance we can we can steal another one, you know? Yes. So it, it, sh- it should I, be it should be great. I could honestly see us winning both of these home games like based off of just the good fun- fundamental basketball that we played uh, on Monday night. I, I don't know, man. I, again, this is, this is the other thing. I, I didn't exactly watch a lot of Philly basketball this year, so I don't know what them on a regular good night looks like. Um, but uh, I do know that Joel Embiid was all caps heated after sitting out game two. You were right. You said FOMO. And sure enough, quote, he went off on his Instagram. Fucking sick and tired of being babied. That made me smile so much. You know what babies do? (laughs) Babies cry. Yep. Yep. And it's funny because pre-game he was out there in during during warmups, you know, sure. doing the James Harden, you know, moonwalk shuffle, traveling three-pointer that he takes every game. <laughs> he was there ha- having a, a jolly old time, and <laughs> and I, I I'm I'm curious, man. This is going to be a problem, and I wouldn't be surprised if they kept him out of game game three and maybe even game four. So we'll we'll see. I I 
I would love to see a game five where they let loose Embiid and Whiteside, and they are just so fucking pissed and revved up. And, you know, I mean, yeah, injury reports are a motherfucker. Like, you know, in wrestling, like, the psychology of it is, like, if you got a bandaged, you know, uh, appendage, that's just a target. Yeah. Especially a especially a face. Uh, that's a quick elbow, man. Oh, boy. You know, yeah, oh, it's, it's... <laughs> that's a nice face you got there. Be ashamed if something happened to it. <laughs> that is where we check Haslam in. As Haslam checks in, he's like, oh, <laughs> his face just stops. Um, but yeah, man, other than that, I mean, what do you feel? What do you feel we got to do to just keep keep this going, keep this momentum going? I mean, obviously, D Wade. Playing a, a, a you know game three like that again, you know even though he's had a couple of days off, I I just don't think you know it's sustainable for him to go off in that manner. Don't get me wrong, he'll sure. probably still drop twenty points. You know that can that can happen because his mid range, my God, has he been working on that mid range? I he mean, clearly, yeah, he clearly can't he clearly can't you know drive to the lane like he used to, but he's definitely gonna make you pay from fifteen feet. You know yeah. it's gonna be. It's going to be fun. So, and he's always been able to do that as well. Like mm-hmm. that's just something that's sort of resurfaced. I uh, and and he did kind of play the role that I was looking for in game one of a like a heat check guy off the bench. Also, he brings defense. Like he brings still top tier level defense. Um, and even if we get, you know like half of the Wade performance that we saw in game two, I still feel good about that because again, that I, you know, you just got to hope that kind of rubbed off on everyone else, which it looked like it did. Um, and you know, you know what else is coming too? a Wayne Ellington 30 point game is on its way very, very soon. Man. <laughs> it's got, it's gotta be it's coming soon, like man. Looming. It's, it's just it's looming over the series. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, and he's he's shooting, man. I give him credit, man. He he yeah. he he lets it rip every time he gets the ball, which is awesome because that mm-hmm. shooter's got to shoot. Yes, for him to for him to get into his groove, let him keep shooting, let him keep yes. shooting because he's gonna he's gonna make him. He's gonna and, shoot himself into it. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I feel like there's just things in this series that are just like like boxes waiting to be checked. You know, like the That's Wade funny. game, check. The fucking Covington game, or not Covington, fucking uh, Ellington game, check. Uh, you know, stupid, unsustainable three-point night game, check. <laughs> you know? Um, now we just got to get this white side box fucking triple checked already because I'm getting tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing, because I don't really know where we kind of go as far as, like, what else we talk about for game three aside from... Uh, I would like to remind the uh, city of Miami, as well as the Chamber Chamber of Commerce and the uh, Tourism Board and the <laughs> no, exactly, uh, yeah. uh, the Miami uh, CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau, um, to really roll out the, the, the red carpet, roll out the Art Deco carpet, roll out that South Beach carpet, uh, and, and just, you know, treat our visitors as, 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 as well as possible, show them every aspect of Miami, you know, take them out there in the day, show them our beautiful beaches, take them out there in the night. You're fucked up. Show them our beautiful beaches. 
uh, I mean, really, like, let's let's make sure that if nothing else, they have a good time. Uh, I'm not. I'm kind of trying to not pay too much attention to a lot of the other uh, series that are going on, but there is one matchup that gets under my skin. Regardless of how our series goes, <sighs> Milwaukee did not deserve the seven seed. <laughs> they are they're blowing a beautiful thing. They were gifted. <laughs> A, I think a, they're down by 20 right now. <laughs> I hate their Milwaukee s- doesn't have a coach. <laughs> they, they really haven't don't. Had a coach they really don't. They really in two don't. Two years. <laughs> and Boston should be kissing their lucky fucking four leaf clovers that are lodged up their ass right now. That they got the Bucks. It's gross. There was a moment today, this morning even, when I like picked up my phone because I, I wanted to see like, oh, uh, who would the Heat play if we do move forward? And I said, no, nay, nay. Unless it comes to me naturally, like I'm not. I, I don't want to look. I don't want to look ahead. I don't want to look anywhere else. I want blinders on. You know, if if it just so happens, I hear that. The Cavs lost uh, pretty big in, in game one. Um, you know what? That sh- that shit happens. But <laughs> but fuck the Bucks, like for real. Yeah, they screwed the pooch. <laughs> like it really did. <laughs> I and and it sucks because they have like undoubtedly probably a top four, maybe even top three player in the NBA on their team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just useless. <laughs> yeah. It's a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> For cr- oh my god. It it I I have to stop thinking about it because it legitimately pisses me off. Like I can see that. I can see that. Uh, when we were talking about it like as the season was like winding down. How much we wanted that sweet, sweet uh, was it seven seed? Yeah, seven seed. Yeah, fuck man, and they're squandering it. Both these teams <laughs> squandering it. Go wear more green, both of you. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. Nah, man. Hey, that's what we're here for, man. We're here to just speak our minds, let out the frustrations. We have a lot of built-up joy, so it's only fair that you also get to express your sadness as well. Well, actually, your anger and frustration, not really sadness, but <laughs> this is what it is. My utter disgust. <laughs> That's a better, better word right there. God. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm actually not going to be able to watch Game 3 uh, for a fact this time around because there is a um, a – podcasters town hall here in chicago that i will um be attending i missed the last one so i i promised myself i wouldn't miss this one um 
I will try and catch up with uh, highlights, if not being able to watch the whole game. Afterwards, uh, what are your viewing plans, my good man? Yeah, I'll, I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, I think the game's on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, same same time, 8 p.m. Um, I'm going to I have actually a flight that following morning to New York City. Oh. So I'm going to be I'm going to be that's a 6 a.m. flight. So that's going to suck. But I'm definitely going to try to sit through and uh, watch it all and get it all in the notes in the system so I can be ready to uh, have a little chat with I, you about it. I understand if you can't say, but are you are you also interviewing for the New York Knicks head coaching job? I cannot confirm nor deny uh, that question. So we're going to go ahead and move on from there. Okay. Okay. Me too. <laughs> you too. You Wait have to find me out on Saturday. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I thought, thought it was the best though. Just to tit, when I heard when I heard who they were looking for, I heard Meta World Peace is a candidate. What Shut the up! Fuck? I swear to God. <laughs> It's not even. It's not even the funniest one. I, th- oh. I thought Mike Woodson Mike was the funnier one. Yes, yeah, man. Apparently, Meta World Peace is definitely when, a possibility. When Meta World Peace isn't your best punchline, your <laughs> franchise has a fucking problem. <laughs> For real. That's why I sometimes I think about it, man, and. It could always be worse, you know? It could always be worse True. being being a Miami sports fan. True. You know, it's tough. We uh the in the, the last episode we talked about like those nineties playoff series with the Knicks and and yeah, man, like uh, 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 what a fork in the road. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and they're still salty because I have friends that are probably gonna like listen to this pod. They're from New York, and they still call Pat Pat the Rat. They're just so salty about him coming here. <laughs> like it's no, it's still so funny to me. But whatever, New York is always gonna suck. Are you here, talking here. about Don Riley? The Don, yeah. <laughs> the Don, the Godfather. Yes, yeah. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Here's something that we hadn't talked about, and we can kind of wrap it up after this. Uh, who 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 do you who do you got for MVP? Okay, so I've had this I've had this debate quite a bit, and honestly, honestly, I, I think LeBron James should be the MVP of the NBA this year. Yo, um, yo, I, I yes. know, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, James Harden's amazing. Uh, obviously, he's <laughs> taken that Rocket team to the number one seed in the West, which is a feat in itself, and he's become an cool. assist monster under D'Antoni's system, which is cool. great. Um, but, and I fight with my friends even with this, about this all the time. And it's just like, dude, LeBron's, he's doing it. I mean, yeah, their record might not, you know, they're fourth in the East or whatever, but that doesn't defer the fact that nobody has any doubt that LeBron James is going to be in the finals in the East or at least in the Eastern conference finals without it, without a doubt. You know what I mean? And carrying that team that obviously he was the one that picked the team prior to the the one that sucked at the all-star break. And then the one that came after, um, but he, he's just a machine and he played all 82 games this year. Yeah. He's just, he's just, oh, like year 15 and the guy's just getting better. I'm just yeah. waiting for the story to break 10 years from now that he's been on some crazy alien HGH that's been untraceable till now. And it's just like, 
I, you know, they say he spends like a million, 1.5 million on his body every off season. So it's just like, you know, the guy is determined and I honestly feel that he's still the best. You know what I, I mean? mean? I probably spent around that much, that same amount too, but that's just on food going in. <laughs> yeah. For me, Dude, I, have a bunch of I had fucking, uh, Arby's for lunch today and I saw this thing I never seen before called the meat mountain. I'm going to die. That's that, how now I I'm die. Just, now I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't want to look it up. <laughs> I haven't. I don't think I've had Arby's since I went to New Orleans for my 25th birthday, and it was the only place opened at five in the morning. Yeah, that should kill you. <laughs> but I still love their buffalo chicken sliders. They are scrumptious. Uh, I am 100% with you on LeBron. He won. He should have fucking won four out of the last five years. But he's getting the Jordan treatment in that respect, and and the fact that he has still had a season on par with the rest of those. Like it's, 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 it's frustrating because he's not going to win. He's not going to win. Yeah. He's not not going to, he 100% should. And I I think it's mostly because like, I think Harden got snubbed last year. I think Harden should have won MVP last year over Westbrook. Um, You know, triple doubles are fun and everything, but who cares if you can't really do anything? That was, that was to me, that was more of a narrative MVP. Cause like if Harden wins it last year, cool. Good job, buddy. The when Westbrook wins it last year, you can like spin a yarn about that. About yeah, how Durant left you and Durant you became MVP. Left, he yeah. went into this vicious mode where he won the MVP and then the man that left him still won the championship, the thing that he left for. Like, that's a story, at least. Yeah. With LeBron, man, any story at all times is possible. And you know, the, the most frustrating thing is that every time you're listening to ESPN or sports radio or anything, everybody calls him the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Like everybody does. There's yeah. never there's never a doubt. They're like, yeah, LeBron, you know, LeBron's still the best player in the NBA. And it's just like passing conversation. Like, yeah, we know, you know, it's not, it's not a breaking news. If you're not going to give him the MVP, at least name the MVP after LeBron James. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, congratulations, James Harden. You've won the LeBron James MVP award. <laughs> I agree, and if and if it wasn't for LeBron, I love James Harden and I love what he's done. But if it's not LeBron, like I give it to Anthony Davis at two, and yeah. then Harden three. So that's just because <laughs> yeah. he's doing he's doing something. Anthony Davis is doing something incredible. In New it Orleans. was it was wonderful to see because the t- the team as it is now wasn't wildly different than it was last year, and then they brought in Demarcus. And everyone for like the first half of the season was, oh, they're kind of doing something a little bit interesting down there. DeMarcus gets hurt and they just kick it into fucking overdrive. And and it's it's they go on a tear like oh, on, on the brow back. Rondo's back too, baby. You don't see Rondo, like Rondo is balling. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of uh, I'm looking at the at that at the box score and and just seeing you know because I'm obviously not watching New Orleans playoff games. You know I don't care for I love basketball, but sure. I'm here for my Heat. You know sure. what I mean? So so it's just I'm I'm looking. I'm like wow, Rondo is really playing very well, man. This is this is fun to see. And I and it was funny because like a lot of people when when Boogie came, before he got hurt, he was saying like, hey, we're gonna be a problem. So you guys better get ready. And I can only imagine what this team would be like in the playoffs right now with Boogie playing too. I would, you, huh. you want to talk about like kind of problem problem players on teams with like you know Whiteside and whoever else? What was it two three years ago something like that? 
that Rajon Rondo was kicked off the fucking team that was in the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. He was told to go home. We don't want you here. You are naughty. <laughs> and look at him now. This alien-headed looking motherfucker. Franklin the Turtle looking ass. Oh, my God. He makes Sam Cassell look normal. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Sam Cassell. What a name. I, re- I remember that. That light-skinned alien creature. <laughs> I remember it clearly as day right now. Um, <laughs> one last thing I, I, I do want to say um, about uh, Philly. I probably could say this for the next uh, thing or whatever. Everyone needs to fucking get off this whole process bullshit. Okay? Like, how long ago did the process start? Uh, They've been tanking for, what, four years now? Oh, man, it's been longer than that. The, don't get me wrong. The Sixers have been bad for a while. Well, you that's, know, that's b- what I'm very saying. Very long time. But, the, is... but the, the, this whole mantra, process mantra, was the Embiid, the Nerlens Noel... Uh, who who was the other guy that they picked up? Um, uh, 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 he had three names, and he was rookie of the year, and he was trash. Yeah, I'm forgetting his name exactly. Um, This yeah, exactly. (laughs) The process didn't start working until Embiid, like Nerlens bust. Uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't Michael Kidd Gilchrist. No, 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 No. it wasn't Gilchrist. It was. It was. uh, He was another. He was another big man too. I just. I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. Silly, and then he got traded to I think Milwaukee because fuck that place. Um, anyway, like. They, like, half the process worked. And even then, like, it was touch and go whether any of these guys were even going to be fucking healthy. It still is touch and go whether or not any of these guys are going to be fucking healthy. Jaleel Okafer. Sorry to interrupt you, but. (laughs) That's not even who I was thinking. And and Michael Carter-Williams. There you you go. Yeah. Like, they're the the most successful aspect of quote unquote, the process has been noticing busts early and discarding of them while you can. And sometimes in, uh, 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 uh what was the motherfucker's name again? Not Julia local for, uh, Michael Carter Williams, Michael Carter Williams getting some sort of value for him. And same thing with, uh, Nerlens. like, come on, Dallas. You're dumb. Yeah. You're not normally dumb. <laughs> but yeah, like that is probably the most valuable part of of everything that they've done, regardless of who's been in charge. Uh, like Embiid uh, is is what like marked. Oh yeah, these are good players. And yeah. and and rant. <laughs> yeah uh, and and yeah there's nothing really else to say about it it's it i, I can oh, i can definitely see how it's especially because if marco Fultz at least would have came out being a great player then i feel like it would have been you know and, and then the funny thing about all this is that henke gets fired for all this and then his uh, they get all this glory in philly for something that he technically planned out <laughs> and it just sucks because he gets no credit for it whatsoever yeah yeah, I mean, 
you know, them's the breaks. Like he he had to have known that going in that that was a possibility. But even then, man, like I guess that is the point. Like fucking, you want to try to. Go back and forth. Don't have me about the process. I'm in my own head about it as well. So, eh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's that's. I'm just rambling it like an old man at this point. Fuck, LeBron's been playing for like ha- almost half my life. <laughs> like next year, next year will be half my life. I remember, bro, when we were sitting at your house and LeBron was in high school. And he, we were in high school. <laughs> and it was like, dude, this kid's on ESPN. <laughs> and, and you're just like, holy shit, fucking LeBron James. And sure enough, man, look who he's become. I think. And the, in the, Go ahead. No, and I'll say look who he's become. And just to yeah. think, like, he, he was the chosen one from then. And shit, year 15, he's better than ever. Literally better than ever. I think my, the first time that I had heard of LeBron James... I saw him on the cover like of an ESPN the magazine uh, in ninth grade. And like, I forget what the class was, but yeah, it was like the first time I was like, oh, who's this? Like, oh, he's the next guy. I was like, oh, all right, well, we'll see. And we saw. <laughs> and we saw. <laughs> and we're, we're watching. <laughs> and we're watching. We're still watching. I haven't, I haven't kept doing a single thing that I was doing my freshman year of high school. <laughs> at all yeah i so said the only thing i remember eating freshman year was the pizza that we used to get from uh <laughs> from in front of the gym for two dollars a slice so i'm still doing that these days but not <laughs> it yeah yeah that's it i'm still eating pizza good for me. <laughs> promising Meat future mountain. i built for myself <laughs> oh my God. all right i'm gonna go we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to go rub pastrami on my face. Let's do this. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts? Actually, um, save them. Let's do all the uh, plugs and everything first. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this Game 2 episode of The Bank Shot, a Blank Slate miniseries. Uh, please do uh, subscribe if you're not already subscribed and hit us up on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, as well as ArcadeAudio.net for us, this show and every other uh, show on the network. Uh, please leave us a rating and review. That doesn't cost you a dime to do, uh, and it makes us feel good, and it helps other people find the show. Uh, and also hit us up, uh, Blank Slate Pod on Twitter, Blank Slate Podcast uh, on Facebook. Uh, as well as our Patreon, patreon.com slash arcade audio, um, that helps the network as a whole. And you, then you can also uh, choose, pardon me, uh, which shows uh, you want your dollar to help specifically. So whether you go there and uh, uh, contribute a dollar a month or anything more than that, $5 gets you bonus episodes, uh, $10 gets you merch. Um, Everything is is super appreciated, and uh, yeah, uh, myself. You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Cami. Uh, Osmond, how about yourself? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Ozzy's Life, O Z Z Y S L I F E. Also, uh, clothing line dropping now. Uh, Al's Apparel, A W L S Apparel. You can find them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
Obviously, a new uh, website as well, owlsapparel.com. Uh, new spring clothing line is dropping in the next couple days, so keep a lookout for that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Spring? The fuck is spring? Yeah, that shit doesn't exist here in the north, but apparently in Florida it's 90 <laughs> degrees, so <laughs> at least they get some heat. It was I woke fucking up this, snowing yesterday. Bro, it was 32 degrees this morning in Charlotte, and I was like, what in the royal fuck is going on here? I thought we were done with this shit. When I moved here, they promised me, end of February, early March, it's going to be 72, sunny, beautiful. Fuck it has been. They lied to me. Yeah, I think, this, recruitment pitch. I think this year's an outlier, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe this is just the way it's going to be from now on. Uh, you can also catch me at, at Comedy Sports on every other Sunday night um, with my uh, house team, Divine. Uh, we, and I don't say this lightly, kick ass. Uh, it's like five bucks and there's free pizza afterwards. Pizza. Yeah. Let's fucking keep eating yeah. pizza. Um, cool. Ozzy, any final thoughts? I want the Heat to keep this defense up. Let's keep this thing going. Uh, it's going to be a fun series, as I've said over and over and over. Uh, so everybody who's not watching, get to watching, because we're taking it back to Miami, and it's going to be great. If This is dumb. If the Heat... Why do I keep doing this to myself? I already have a stupid wager... On this series. <laughs> uh, and I and the fucked up thing is I don't know if I want to say what I'm gonna say in celebration uh or in misery. I'll just say either way, regardless of what happens, I'm gonna eat a meat mountain from Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> However this goes down, I'm getting a fucking meat mountain from Arby's. You know what, Rich? <laughs> I'm eating one with you, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it looks disgusting. Let me check. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that a fucking chicken tender in there, too? Yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, say what you will about Arby's. They have the meats. <laughs> oh, why did I just agree to? Fuck it. I'll do it. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> Slide me some tums afterward. That should be good. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, thanks for 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 listening to us. Uh, make a death pact over a, <laughs> a meat sandwich. Uh, this has been uh, the bank shot. Uh, you can go ahead and oh, what's the fucking corollary to deleting this? God, let's keep thinking. Uh, 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 this has been the bank shot. You can go ahead and rebound this now. <laughs> Bye. All right, that was funky. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Delete this. <laughs> <laughs>